the number one predictor of a successful life, of happiness, they say, and I believe this, is autonomy. Deciding for yourself, controlling your life. I'm working on the what is success book because we don't have a good definition of success. And it's statistically likely that you are, no shame or guilt here, just is what it is and I was and I've grown out of it, but it's statistically likely that you're following a life path that was set for you by somebody else. Either you model after one exact person trying to do everything they're doing, like parents or uncle or whatever, or you're just taking general cues from society. The likelihood that you've decided for yourself to opt out of things like college debt and getting a job and working a nine to five and making your entire life about making money, the odds are against the likelihood of that you've done that, if that makes any sense. It's unlikely you've done that. It's because this is the majority of people. Now, maybe you've done it strategically here and there. Like maybe you've gone into business for yourself, you're an entrepreneur, or you retired early, or you work part-time, and then you surf and read books and hang out the rest of the time, and that's your choice, and you have no shame around it, you have no guilt around it, you're not comparing yourself. Maybe you've done it a little bit, maybe you've done it a lot. Maybe you're globetrotting around the world, living in Airbnbs, working remotely, and you love it. You love every minute of it. Now, obviously, the internet has opened up a lot of different pathways for doing this, for living these alternative lifestyles. The core thing to revolt against, to rebel against, to understand that it's even there, a lot of people don't even know it's there. They don't even know what they would rebel against because they can't even see the thing that's in front of them that's turned them into a slave. Now, that's strong language, but it's true. A slave to having to make money and fulfill expectations and having to do certain things and go into school and debt and college and all these different things. Now, if you analyze, the different incentives, the pressures, and you identify what you actually want to do. What do you really want to do in your life? And then you do that. Well, then nothing I'm saying applies to you here. Again, autonomy, which is choice. Most people don't choose for themselves. There's a concept known as mimetic desire. And this makes sense because humans are tribal creatures. We're supposed to think alike because that was conducive for group survival. We want what other people want. So when we see people with things on social media that look flashy and big houses and cars and things like that, and we see celebrity culture and lifestyles of the rich and the famous, and we see people half naked on Instagram and they have big butts or abs or this or that, and then we want those things. There's a lot of reasons why. There's a lot of psychology why, because other people want them, but really it's a perception that other people want them. Few have ever identified whether they really want it. Do you really want that thing that they have? And a better question is, do you really want to do the work necessary to get that thing? Or would it just be a nice to have? And you don't really want it. You don't really want to sacrifice for it. So you should just let it go and ignore it and be okay with not having it. Rather than suffering and experiencing FOMO and all the other negative mental byproducts of desire. So what are the core basics of a successful life? This is what I've identified. I'm going to run through these real quick and then talk about them. So the first thing you have to do is you have to let everything go. If your life is based on analogy, based on other people, based on your past indoctrination, if what you do in your everyday life is based on those things that are there because they're just there, never really validated them, you never really stress tested them, they're just things that are the way you are, you got to let all that go. Your ego, your biases, your fears. And then you want to become born again from a clean slate. Then you rebuild your meeting from there, completely fresh. Nietzsche calls us the child, being born like the child in the third stage of the metamorphosis in his Oberman concept. Camel has burdens 
And then the lion sheds those burdens and a loud roar. And then born again as a child to build meaning and purpose for yourself without outside influence. And that's what I'm coming to as I'm writing Max Truth. I'm writing this book about success. I'm analyzing why do people want what they want? All these pressures around us, all these things like mimetic desire and biology and groupthink and tribalism. These are things that we have to step outside of ourselves to observe and then decide what we really want. And do we really care about that? And if we do care, if we do care so much about what people think that it causes bad behavior, uh, the Moore syndrome, grass is greener, comparison, FOMO, then we have to work on addressing that, mitigating it, diluting its effects in our life. Once you rebuild that meaning from the childlike state of shedding everything, of rebelling against everything, of letting everything go, you build a life of meaning. And the way to do that, not an easy process by any means, but what I found is the infinite versus finite game idea is very useful for this because you want a destination. That's something you're working towards. The destination is not where happiness is. You don't just get to that destination and then you're happy. It doesn't work that way. And everybody that thinks it works that way, they always end up deciding on the next thing they have to go after because they always think the answer is more. More didn't work the first time, but I guess more will work this time. It's the fundamental delusion of our species that is, again, societally indoctrinated and part of our biology because we have to go out and get resources and we have to hoard and we have to have certainty because that is what our biology wants. It wants certainty because that is security and safety and it's more likely to lead to reproduction. You have a destination you're working towards. Maybe it's like a big grand goal like Elon trying to go to Mars. And he even says he probably won't see that in his lifetime, or maybe they'll send the ship in his lifetime. Maybe somebody will get there, whatever. But he's never going to go there himself. Maybe he's not even going to get there in his lifetime, but he's working towards it. And that's great. Goals, uh, desires like that, meaningful, impactful things that matter, these big problems, these are really good for self-actualization and living a meaningful life. But that is the easy part. The easy part is finding big problems to work on because there's lots of big problems. The hard part is what is the daily work you're going to do? Humans have to work. This is built into our biology. If we're not moving, working, if we're not challenging ourselves, we very quickly slide into disrepair, mentally and physically. I used to think the goal was to not work. I've realized that in the past few years, that is not the case. So now it's finding the work I want to do. I'll always come to the Office and Record podcast here. I mean, honestly, if nobody watches these ever again, I'll probably still do it (laughs) because this is a form of therapy. It's a form of practicing my speaking, my distilling of thoughts, the benefits that it's conveyed me personally as a human outweigh the financial and let's, you could say business or marketing rewards like by a 10,000 to one. It's not even close. So for me, podcasting, talking about ideas like this, writing, reading, researching, this is my infinite game. If you gave me a billion dollars tomorrow, I will do more of this because I've understood, because I've identified the infinite game I want to play, the infinite game of challenging myself mentally, helping, educating others to do the same, interacting with people, building things, creating things. This is my infinite game. So if you gave me all the money in the world, I would still play this game. Now, what most people do is they approach life like a finite game. If they can just get a certain amount of money or the right house and car or the right partner or finally get married or finally have kids, then they believe that that is the answer to all the problems and they can finally then live a life of happiness and meaning. The problem is when you put so much faith into that equation, and then it doesn't compute the way you wanted, now you're left with this nihilistic despair. What the hell am I supposed to do? And what do most people default to? They default to more. Well, this isn't enough. I need more. One million is enough. I need two. Two million is not enough. I need 10. 10 is not enough. I need 100. 100 is not enough. I need to be the billionaire club. This company is not enough. I need this. Whatever. It's always something more. More, if you think about it, more 
doesn't exist, yet it always exists. It's a paradox if you think about it that way. More is not a number you can identify. It's every number and no number at the same time. Finally, when you find that infinite game you want to play, which is the stuff you do on a daily basis, because if you have all the money in the world, you still have to do something. You find things that bring you into a flow state. The work that really matters to you, it matters towards a goal, but you also enjoy. The more you get into that flow state, the more you're spending time on things that matter. And then also the things like health and community and the other things that our human biology absolutely needs. Then you have meaning and purpose and you have peace and happiness. It all comes together in various ways. And then you keep doing that. You live your infinite game every single day and you're winning. It's amazing. And then the ultimate tip, ultimate self-actualized tip up here, the little bit of the pyramid at the top, the apex, you take complete ownership and control of every thought, action, decision in your life. You realize that you are the omnipresent, you could say God of your existence. Everything that you do or don't do is a choice. And when you embrace that power and that responsibility, you can decide to do anything. Your every waking action of whether something is good or bad or this, every label, every judgment is then a choice. And when you have quote unquote bad things in your life, you embrace them as a duality of enjoying the good things. And when the good things in life come, you know that they're probably going to be fleeting and there's going to be some bad to come along the way because again, that's the duality of life. So the summary real quick of these few integral concepts that you have to master to build a meaningful life, a successful life. Finite versus infinite games. The journey and destination, making sure not to obsess too much of the destination and build meaning into the journey. And then gratitude, overwhelming lack of. So you want to overwhelm your lack of things. When you feel like you don't have something, which is what desire does to us a lot. It's like, I need that. You overwhelm that with gratitude. And then the desire that's connected to the journey and what you do rather than overly connected to the destination. And of course, community, people, time alone, solitude meaning, purpose from all those other things in life that make life the beautiful, wonderful thing that it is. Like you want those in the right dose. But the most important thing at all at the top is choice, your choice. Everything is your choice. If you let someone else choose for you, a life path, how to think right now, how to feel right now, they say something to hurt your feelings, whatever it is. When you let other people choose, you give up your autonomy. You give up your control. You are then a pinball in the game of a constantly changing reality. The universe is always in flux. And if you don't grapple control of your reality, your existence, it will toss you around this way and that. And that's not the way you want to be because every day is a gamble, basically. Get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. Subscribe if you like this video. I got more coming. I'll see you in the next one. Yeah.